fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Well, the week has officially started in a wild, radical way, and we are trying to keep up the best that we can. So welcome into the program. It is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting as the battle ensues when it comes to the social media and the banning and censorship of social media with individuals. So we are here for now. <laughs> and for those that may not follow us on social media, which you can on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, also on Parlor once it comes back up, if it comes back up, and on Minds.com, all of it at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R, no I in Hoosier, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. You can find us on all those social media sites, plus the website at HoosierReason.com. So first things first, I had a whole show lined up for you today. All of it planned out, all of it like ready, everything I wanted to say and talk about, and then it kind of changed dramatically over the last hour or so so we're just gonna scratch that and some of the best radio that you're gonna get sometimes is just right off the cuff which is what we're going to do today as things begin to change dramatically first things first for those of you that may not follow us on social media i wasn't even sure we were going to be able to do live streaming today because youtube sent us a nice beautiful letter uh overnight that said quote and I quote here, this is from the uh, from the email, our team has reviewed your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our community guidelines. We're removed, uh, we've removed the following content from YouTube, and it shows video, the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Don't know which episode it is. Apparently, it's just an episode. We know this might be disappointing, but it's important to us that YouTube is a safe place for all. If content breaks our rules, we remove it. If you think that we've made a mistake, you can appeal, and we'll take a look and keep reading for more details. And it goes on down the road here. Da, 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 da. Uh, it talks about how it could affect your channel, but uh, your community guidelines have been removed somewhere in here, and I can't find it now, of course. It had talked about, quote-unquote, inciting violence, how our show incited violence, and I'm not quite sure why. So we're going to try and change things up just a little bit here on the program. Namaste, as we try to just calm ourselves down a little bit. Now, if anybody knows anything about me at all, I'm like the least violent person in the entire world because I'm really just a kind of go-along, get-along kind of guy. All we do on this show, if you know, is we break down current events in a commonsensical, reasonable way. Sometimes it's conservative. Most of the time it's conservative. Other times it's just not even politics, just basic common sense stuff. But apparently, according to them, that breaks the guidelines of YouTube. So... I don't know how long we're going to be able to last on YouTube, but we are broadcasting there, which means it's up on the website. We also shared it on our other social media as well, so you can find it and you can watch us. Plus, we do have the Twitch. If for whatever reason we go down on YouTube and we cannot broadcast there, we're still in the temporary ban on Facebook Live. Not sure why, but we're on the temporary ban for Facebook. If we go down on YouTube, there are a few ways you can still find us. Obviously, you can find us on a radio station near you, and you can stream it live on the radio station when we broadcast on that station, which you can find that information at whosyourreason.com. You can find our affiliates, and you can find the stations and what time that we actually broadcast on there. That's number one. Number two, we do also do a Podbean live stream with our podcast on Podbean. You can also do a live stream there. So you can download the Podbean app, and you can listen to us live there as well. Now, that's just the audio that is not video. Everybody keeps saying, Andy, get a Rumble. We have a Rumble account. 
which is great, but they don't do live streaming. We can only upload the show on there afterwards, which I am working on trying to get all the shows caught up there, but we cannot do it live on Rumble, so that is one issue. We are on Twitch as well, twitch.tv, and you can find us there at Who's Your Reason, and that is uh, a lot of gamers and a lot of other talk shows do stuff on Twitch because it's a site for streaming video stuff, so we are on Twitch as well. When it comes down to it, we're still at the whim of all of these social media sites. Now, what we're working on, and I haven't talked a whole lot about it and divulged a whole lot about it yet, but I'm going to have to do so now just so you can find us. If we do go off on all these social media for whatever reason and you can't find us, don't fret. As we are building the Hoosier Media Network studios in the uh, Hoosier bunkers, I guess you could say, we are building our studio. We are also building not only just the studio set, we're also building a entire network. That's why it's the Hoosier Media Network. As you know, what we're working on is working on doing video and audio production for podcasts, and we're starting our own online and TV radio stations with live streaming constantly for you with numerous different programs of podcast shows, and my show obviously is going to be on there. Now, what that also entails is getting a massively awesome big computer server to where we can do the streaming constantly for video output all day long, which means we wouldn't need the social media to be able to host us because we're going to have our own server, our own IP address, and it's going to go directly onto our website. So that way we don't need to worry about Facebook. We don't need to worry about YouTube. We don't need to worry about any of that. We are building essentially our own network to do all of the blasting out to wherever it needs to go for radio, for TV, for live streaming, everywhere, right from the Hoosier Media Network studio. So that's the goal, and that's what we're working on. The problem is, is we're just waiting on a little bit more financing to actually get the server part to actually make that happen. So uh, if you chair to donate, you can go to Patreon, and you can find our Hoosier Media Network and our Voice of Reason Patreon site at Hoosier Reason, and you can donate also. Uh, but we're working on some really cool stuff, which I'm not asking for that. You don't have to do that really right now. If you feel like you need to, all the power to you. But uh, honestly, we're in a really good position right now because we have a lot of partners that we're working on starting to partner with us for the podcast side of it, for the radio side of it. We're working on some stuff on the side that's going to bring in some good stuff to where we can start upgrading and getting the equipment we need. So if whatever reason happens and you can't find us on social media because they block us all, you can go on the website at whosyourreason.com and we will keep you posted on all the information that's going on. So just to let you know of these shenanigans, that's been going on over the last day because it's a constant battle. We are in a war right now, and I don't know if I want to say that because that might trigger social media to be like, oh, he said the word, we're going to shut you down. So I have to w work on the phraseology of how we actually say things on here. We are in a constant uh, state of friction. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> we're in a constant state of friction right now with the other side of the aisle because, as we've told you, they're not just trying to say, hey, we're going to promote our agenda. It's going to be, hey, watch as we rub the salt in the wound and we're going to silence you because we don't like everything you have to say. A pure, tyrannical, fascist mentality of we don't like what you're saying, so therefore we will oppress you, we will shut you down so you do not have a voice because you're not promoting, quote-unquote, the woke mentality. So it's a constant battle, and we're not going to give up. We're not going to stop it. So we're going to continue on, and we have a lot of things in the works behind the scenes to where they can blacklist us all they want, but we're not going away. So uh, we appreciate your support and just continue to download, continue to follow us, continue to watch us, and we thank you for all the support so that way no matter what happens, we're just going to keep on keeping on because that's what we do, and I'm the eternal optimist. So anyways, with that being said, let's get into what's trending today. 
What's trending today? Coming up on the program at the bottom of the hour, Adam Wise. We've had him on the show before. He's a political analyst, political strategist. He's going to be jumping on to talk about the transition that's going on tomorrow and what we can expect from not just tomorrow, but there on out, as there's a lot of things obviously changing very quickly. So we'll talk with him here in just a little bit. I don't know if you heard it or not, but Donald Trump did speak just about an hour ago and gave his farewell speech as he has already left the White House and pretty much... The entire Washington, D.C. completely locked down right now. 25,000 National Guard soldiers, which, by the way, I have to admit, it is a little bit comical that the Biden administration coming in is so paranoid. So paranoid. How paranoid is he, Andy? He's so paranoid, he had to do background checks on his own National Guard members to try and see if they're any part of Donald Trump supporters or anybody that may have a beef with them to let them go. And out of 25,000, they found like 10 or 12, whatever it was, where they were like, ah, you know what, they're part of maybe like a state militia. Maybe they are a little bit more fringy on their social media comments. We're just going to go ahead and let them go. You're so paranoid. How paranoid is he, Andy? He's so paranoid, he doesn't even trust his own military. He's coming in to be the commander-in-chief, the head of the U.S. military, and he doesn't even trust his own military. Let me tell you. This is usually what dictators do, is that when you're so paranoid and you know you've done something wrong and you're so paranoid about losing control or losing power or losing authority that you go and start turning against your own. If you need 25,000 members of the National Guard to protect your inauguration and to become going into power, you probably did something wrong and you probably know that people are a little angry and you're probably scared about that. Just throwing it out there. If you're so paranoid that you have to start vetting your own National Guard members that are supposed to be defending you to where you hire your own security on top of 25,000 National Guard members protecting you, I think that maybe you have a little bit of a problem. Here's your sign. I'm just throwing it out there. So there is that, but President Trump has officially left the White House, and he sent a farewell speech. Now, okay, I don't know if you watched it an hour or so ago. Whenever I don't know if it was on mainstream media. I watched it on YouTube with the Right Side Broadcasting Network. Uh, and I recorded some of the clips that I'm going to play here in a second. I don't know if you watched it. It was not live. Now, the conspiracy theorists are running with it, saying that there was hidden clues and secrets and stuff in there. I do want to address that. Probably not today. I was going to today. We're a little busy, so we'll probably do it tomorrow when it comes to some of those concerns and some of the looking for clues and the hints and the QAnon stuff and the conspiracy theories. Whether you believe it or not, uh, I'm open to conspiracy theories. I've always entertained conspiracy theories. That's why I enjoy ghost stories. I enjoy paranormal stuff. I enjoy aliens. I enjoy whatever. Like, I enjoy that kind of stuff. So I'll listen to it. I'll entertain it. Don't know if I necessarily believe in it. However, I will tell you, and it's not a conspiracy, that was not live. It was not live at all in any way, shape, or form. Being in programming and being in radio and being in broadcasting for the last 10 years, 10 years plus, that was not live. I don't know if you noticed or not, whenever they would do the wide shot and then change it to a close shot to him, they if you listen to the audio, there was no breath. It would be like starting a brand new sentence, very choppiness. Whoever was the video editor for that, for that sucked. Just throwing it out there. It was terrible. I do that for a living. I do audio. I do video production. I do editing. It was terrible. 
uh, a person in broadcasting school 101 could have edited that way better than what that was. So it was it was terribly edited, and it was not live for those that are wondering. Now, whether that means anything, I don't think so. Whatever. He probably just wanted to be done with it and just move on and just leave as Melania Trump gave her kind of farewell speech and said she loves the American people. But regardless of however you want to, you know, interpret that in any way, shape or form, it was not live. And I've cringed a little bit just listening to it and watching the video just because it was terribly edited. Now, the message that he had was beautiful, which is what I want to focus on. And I don't have time to do so before we take a break. So when we come back, I want to play some of these clips of President Donald Trump in his farewell speech. What what did he say and what can we do moving forward? Not all hope is lost. We can do things about this. It's going to take a lot of work. There was also a piece written by Christy Nome, as you know, the governor of South Dakota, uh, one of the most amazing governors that we have right now and one of the great leaders that she needs to be across this nation and really be a voice for a lot of conservatives across the nation. Uh, She wrote a piece about where the Republican Party moves and how we focus our attentions moving forward as well. I want to read that bit and a heck of a lot more. Today is going to be a day of positivity, of optimism, of how we continue to battle the ongoing fights of what we're about to come in and go up against over the next year or so. So that's what we're going to do on the show. Plus, we'll talk with Adam Wise. we got a great program lined up for you today for as long as it's allowed to be broadcast all over the place right here for a Tuesday on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason 
with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. No matter where you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you very, very much. You can find us on social media at Hoosier Reason. You can find us online at HoosierReason.com. You can always email me, HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com as well, as we try to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. President Donald Trump speaking just a little bit ago in a recorded fashion, releasing some statements on his farewell as he has vacated the White House officially. We must never forsake our belief in America. The key to national greatness lies in sustaining and instilling our shared national identity. That means focusing on what we have in common, the heritage that we all share. At the center of this heritage is also a robust belief in free expression, free speech, and open debate. Only if we forget who we are and how we got here could we ever allow political censorship and blacklisting to take place in America. It's not even thinkable. Shutting down free and open debate violates our core values and most enduring traditions. In America, we don't insist on absolute conformity or enforce rigid orthodoxies and punitive speech codes. We just don't do that. America is not a timid nation of tame souls who need to be sheltered and protected from those with whom we disagree. That's not who we are. It will never be who we are. Well, that's what the left is, unfortunately, but he's absolutely right. First off, does that sound like a guy who's trying to incite violence for opposition? Just throwing it out there. Is that a guy who tried to incite violence by saying, you disagree with us, we don't like you, so therefore we're going to oh, like just cause violence and you know crash a U.S. Capitol? Does that sound like a guy that wants to do that? He literally just said, we need to get back to American identity and stop trying to attack each other or censor each other or silence each other because of differing opinions. And regardless of all the other garbage between the identity politics of age or race or gender or sexual orientation or any of that stuff, it's wild to think that they tried to claim Donald Trump was such an evil, terrible person. Let's get back to the American identity of who we are. Let's not try to silence each other because we're not a bunch of snowflakes that just need to go and hide in a, in a nice little safe space because you don't like what somebody said because you don't dis, because you don't agree with them. That's what the left has done this entire last four years. That's not who we are as an American. We're tough. And we say, ha, you're cute. And then you do a nice little zinger back and you go about your business. Or you don't even worry about somebody else, what, hey, what they had to say, because who cares what they had to say? So he's absolutely right. But remember, that's the guy that's just an evil, terrible jerk, right? As I think back on the past four years, one image rises in my mind above all others. Whenever I traveled all along the motorcade route, there were thousands and thousands of people. They came out with their families so that they could stand as we passed and proudly wave our great American flag. It never failed to deeply move me. I knew that they did not just come out to show their support of me. They came out to show me their support and love for our country. This is a republic of proud citizens who are united by our common conviction that America is the greatest nation in all of history. We are and must always be a land of hope, of light, and of glory to all the world. This is the precious inheritance that we must safeguard at every single turn. For the past four years, I have worked to do just that. From a great hall of Muslim leaders in Riyadh to a great square of Polish people in Warsaw, 
from the floor of the Korean Assembly to the podium at the United Nations General Assembly. So it goes on. we got to take a break. So I had to cut that off a little short. But guess what? The only president, by the way, in modern American history that hasn't been involved or created a war, but actually pulled people out of different conflicts all over the world, brought troops back home. The only guy to do that while bringing diplomacy to places where they said was going to start conflict with us over the last four years, North Korea and Iran and Russia and China. Guess what? He worked with them. And they're not attacking us right now because of the diplomacy that he did. What a wild, crazy, angry man, right? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. We must never forsake our belief in America. The key to national greatness lies in sustaining and instilling our shared national identity. That means focusing on what we have in common, the heritage that we all share. At the center of this heritage is also a robust belief in free expression, free speech, and open debate. Wow, what a concept right there. That was President Donald Trump with his farewell just a little bit ago. Just an hour or so ago as he uh, is out of Washington, D- or out of at least uh, the White House, and moving on and bringing back our American identity. Not worrying about all the other garbage, the identity politics, but trying to bring back the American identity. And by the way, not censoring each other because that's just dumb. But that's what we're up against right now, and it was a beautiful speech as he kind of did it. Although, I, again, just it drove me nuts with the editing in there. It was terrible editing. It was not a live speech. I could hear the choppiness. I do this for a living. I could hear the choppiness, and it drove me nuts. But where do we go from here? That's the big question. On the phone, I'm excited to head back on the program as we shift gears here a little bit and talk about the latest in what's trending. What's trending today? We've had him on the program before. He's a political strategist, also CEO of AMWPR out of New York City. It's Adam Wise hanging out with us here today. Adam, how are you, my friend? Andy, thanks for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. His speech reminded me a little bit of why we he had me five years ago when you know as a fighter bringing the uh, you know pro American agenda that he brought for five years and. You know, and that's one of the reasons why he had me at the beginning. All the candidates way back then were conservative, Ted Cruz, you know, uh, Scott Walker. But when he when I saw Trump fighting against the woke, the media and fighting against the culture, 
you know, that we had that was trying to cancel everything. I said, you have me, Trump. And then, you know, he fought a great fight for four and a half years on behalf of the American people and even jumped in culture all the time and jumped in the fights that no other no other Republican would jump in. The fights that conservatives like us always wanted the uh, Republican president to fight against the media because they're so biased against against big tech, against Hollywood. And Trump was our leader, and he fought those fights, and that's what he— it's why he built up such a huge base and a big following that no other Republican. I mean, Mitt Romney couldn't fill a, you know, a hot dog stand at this point. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. He created a movement that was. I I have to admit, I was skeptical about at the very beginning. I was more of a Ted Cruz kind of guy, and you know, the whole populist thing. I was like, eh, I don't know. But he came came out to be one of the most amazing presidents. He created a movement. And an awakening, I think, of so many individuals realizing, paying attention, uh, trying to be aware of some of the the latest. And you're right. He fought for things that the Republican Party wouldn't do before that now we want to have fought for. I'm seeing articles now of the Republican Party saying now it's time to just uh, just have Donald Trump and the Trump movement fade away. And we need to get back to politics as normal. There was a piece out uh, by Ben Sass talking about some of the conspiracy theorists. And then there was... The articles about Trump, just how he was bad for the party, and we need to get back to the Republicanism as normal. If they do that, if the Republican Party ignores the Trump movement now after everything that's happened, the Republican Party is going to be fractured. It'll be dead after this because that's not what people want to go back to, is it? No, I mean, he got the working people back to us, the union workers, the blue-collar workers, the populists, and all because he triggered the elites in Washington, New York, and California. They still can't accept it. It's just he brought in more voters, 74, 75 million people than any Republican in history of the United States. He, he built our coalition. He built more, way more Hispanics, way more African-Americans, way more Jewish voters, way more, you know, working people. I mean, if it wasn't for some corrupt actions, I still think to this day he won this election. I mean, I, you're going to talk me, you know, no matter how many times the media and tech tells us you're not allowed to talk about it, but <laughs> it's obvious there was total shenanigans. We all went to sleep at the same time. Well, I went to sleep at three o'clock in the morning on election night, and I'm like, he's up 700,000 votes in Pennsylvania. It looks pretty good, right? Yeah. And in all those states, and then woke up in the morning, and I was on a phone call, and somebody said, he's down. I said, he's down? What are you, what? Yeah. Just four hours ago, he was up. Weird. How did we change the elections at four in the morning? So the Republicans didn't, it seems like they didn't learn anything. People like you and I, and the populace, and the movement he created, and, and even on and even on January 6th, when he brought a half a million people to Washington from all different states, he built a movement and passionate people and it seems like the Republicans, the leadership, the senators, most of them, a lot of them, I don't, didn't learn and didn't learn that the movement and the voters and especially the base is consistent with the values that he, he built over the last four or five years. And they just want to please go away. We don't want to talk about you. You know, let's just make deals like it used to be. Yeah. I mean, policy-wise, it's just going to be, well, we're going to try and fight this, but oh no, we don't have the majority. Oh, we can't do anything about it when they could have stopped stuff in, you know, in the committee rooms. They could have just stopped it before we even got to the floor, just like we did with Obamacare. It's going to be, well, we're going to fight for this, and then we're going to do it kind of halfway, and then, well, we couldn't make it happen, or it's going to be a five-year plan. And then when they do pass a bill, like the last COVID-19 relief bill, it's going to be 2% for the American people. The rest goes to foreign governments. While we're bickering about, if you don't pass it, people are going to die in the streets, and if you do pass it, we're going to bank up the nation what are we going to do and it's just going to go back to the same old politics that everybody's sick of same old stuff and you remember during uh, president trump's 
during his uh, inauguration and during his confirmation hearings, every day it was a fight. Every day it was the Russians stole the election. Steve Bannon, Darth Vader, your cabinet secretary is is buying couches on his own. It was like every day there was a bombardment of negative news, destroying, going after the first lady, going after the family, going after his cabinet picks, going after Stephen Miller. It was every day from Twitter to every network. Now I'm watching, we're getting stories about Kamala Harris's socks, Joe Biden's dogs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's held one press conference yet. The toughest questions I've heard was about is what, what flavor ice cream does Joe Biden prefer? Yeah. I think. Oh, and he never is even it, answered the well, question gonna, about, is he going to stack the courts? I mean, that still was never answered. And they chased him. They chased Trump, the media, because they just disdained him so much. Yet he made so many of them best-selling book authors you know, TV contributors on CNN and MSNBC that were nobodies. I mean, who knew, who cares and knew who Jim Costa, Jim Acosta was before Trump came, got in office. Yeah. Yet he got book deals. He got contributed. He was a, you know, CNN anchor, all sorts of contributors and reporters from the Washington Post along with the New York Times also became TV analysts, got book deals. What are they going to get? What are they They're going to regret what they did in chasing Trump? Cause this, you know, there's no chase, you know. Their ideology won't allow them to chase Kamala Harris and Joe Biden on any, you know, misdealings. Yeah, no, of course not. We're talking with Adam Wise, media and political strategist, CEO of AMWPR out of New York City. You can find him on Twitter for as long as they allow us on Twitter at Adam Matthew as well. Let's talk about moving forward. What do we do? The Republicans, many of the Republicans, want to just kind of shy away from it. You saw it even after the impeachment vote and the challenging of the Electoral College, that after the protest, then they backed off. And they said, well, now after the protest, we don't believe there's any voter fraud, so we're just going to vote against this. The Republicans already starting to cower like they've always done. Is it something to clean from within? Is this going to go away? And what do Trump supporters that are angry about the election and that don't want politics as normal, what do we do now? I know, did you say as quick as the, the a week and a half ago, uh, two weeks ago almost by now, the protest went down. I, before they were even in the Capitol, before they were even anybody, I was watching TV and there was a meltdown from the media. But yet, Speaker, uh, Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, uh, Dan Crancher was in there blaming President Trump, blaming the protesters, blaming the speakers. It's like how quick they they just denounced the president and his supporters. Yeah. And you know these are people that are so passionate about the president. I was at a bunch of his rallies, one the night before. The, and the one in Miami on the Sunday night before the election, I turned around 30,000 people at one in the morning. I don't think these people go. And I turned around to my colleague. I said, there's no way that he's losing this election. Who can get 30,000 people <laughs> at one in the morning in Miami yeah. to a rally? It's not, this is not a, this is not John, the Beatles. This is a political speech. It's one in the morning. Yeah. That's the only way he's going to lose if they steal it from. So I don't think the people are going to go anywhere. There's other outlets. If they do get thrown off, hopefully we'll have more freedom of, uh, places. It's amazing in America today that we have to have a discussion that people are getting thrown off Twitter, Facebook, all sorts of things, just because they say a bad word, nothing that just because they say, you know, I dispute the election. You're off. You're not allowed to say that in America. We're not allowed to say, I think the election was stolen. There'll be that right now that even if you question it, they're going to throw you off. That's how far that. Oh, we've already seen it. We've already seen it. We're on a 30 day ban for our live stream on Facebook right now. We got a warning from YouTube. We were surprised we even got on YouTube today. We're on numerous radio stations, which is nice. We're going to keep that going and on our website. But I mean, right now, social media is not even wanting us to broadcast this program. 
insanity, insanity that we're living in, in an age where we can't even allowed a different expression of opinions. And people from all sorts of walks of life from different nations have looked up to America as the beacon of freedom, the beacon of free speech, the place to come so they can say whatever they want and not run away from whether it's people running away from Cuba. That's why one, you know, one of the big parts of why Trump won uh, Miami is Cuba, the Cuban vote, right? Yeah. People think it's monolith. Hispanic is always Puerto Rican. No, there's a huge population of this. Cubans in Miami, and they ran away from Fidel Castro because... They didn't like living under tyranny and communism and not having freedom, and that's why they came to America. And if we were to tell these people that ran over here from whether it's Cuba or the old Soviet Union or old China, well, you're not allowed to say that in America. What? You're not allowed to post that in America. You're not allowed to post this on Facebook. You can't stream that. It's just 1984 times worse than 1984 Orwellian movie it right is. now. It is. They went to the ultimate purge, and they banned the president of the United States and I don't even know why. I still ask me why. No, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. And the fact that now they have the presidency, they have both chambers, they're going to ram it through. And as we've been saying, they're not only going to promote their agenda, they're going to rub the salt in the wound and go after any Trump supporter and elected official and that, that supported Trump as well. Adam, we, we've got to take a break here. Can you stick over one more segment with us? Sure. Hey, perfect. I appreciate that. we got a lot more to get to. I want to, I want to continue that on, but I don't want to cut you off there as well. It's Adam Wise, media political strategist, CEO of AMWPR out of New York City. We'll continue with him when we come back as well as we begin to wrap up the program today for a post-Monday celebration. Wherever you may be able to find the programs as they continue to go after us, it is looking forward to the future on what can we do to counter some of this. It's The Voice of Reason here on a Tuesday. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation. One radio listener at a time. Your millennial general reporting for duty. One more segment here as it goes by way too fast. By far the fastest hour of radio on radio. You can find us all over the place. We're hanging out with Adam Wise, a media and political strategist, CEO of AMWPR in New York City, talking about what to do next with the transition of what's going on. And Adam, let's talk about, uh, I talked to an RNC spokesperson a few days ago last week, whenever it was, and they said that the Republican Party is now focusing on state elections, the state legislatures, the governor's races, state policy to try and counter what the federal government is doing. Is that where maybe the central focus needs to be for many uh, Trump supporters, many Republicans, conservatives, is just saying, let's try and make our sovereign state is uh, less needy for the federal government as possible so we can kind of tell them where to take it when they tell us to, when they send down regulations of the states? They, I, I think they have something there because, you know, I'm a prime example of this. I had to get out. Right now, I still have an office in New York and a place, but I I had to get out of there. I'm relocated for a season, let's say, for uh, until the summertime into, uh, in Miami Beach because there's freedom here. I look out my window and there's restaurants open. There's commerce happening, there's stores open, some wow. events happening, and I can walk along the beach. Went back to New York City last week. It's a ghost town. I had to meet a client. I'm meeting a client in a wood makeshift outdoor little cabin that they built with a heater on top That because you can't go into a restaurant in New York City. 26,000 restaurants in New York City, not one of them's open. They destroyed the economy in New York City. They, nobody goes to the office anymore in New York City. So let states govern. If you elect the right people, like Ron DeSantos and the legislation in Florida, the economy is booming. The industries are booming in, in Florida, and they'll leave other states behind that want to think big government and want to be tyrants and, you know, extend, overextend their, you know, their leadership. To that and make them into, uh, you know, dictators almost in the in states where. So if we can fight the fight and and enough people rise up, we can win some of these states back and yeah, and then govern locally, right? That's the goal. That would that's what we'd like to do. On the other hand, too, if the businesses just say no, we're not going to shut down. We're going to stay open because you say we're not an essential business. The family, uh, the food on my table for my family is kind of essential, and that's what I have to do to take care of my family. So, uh, no, you're not going to shut me down. And if every business just started to reopen on their own, I mean, is that something that we should be talking about too? I wish we had a society that you know was stronger as individuals and entrepreneurs and business owners. If you know, if you told New Yorkers twenty years ago, the blue collar New York owners of restaurants that you were going to shut down, there would be a uh, you know, there would be a big rise up, and they would take. There was no way they would take this action from a mayor and a governor. Now I think we live more in a system of sheep and willing participants. And most businesses just say, okay, in New York City, I would walk up seven months ago. I'd start venting to a restaurant open or venting to that. I can't believe the mayor is such a this. And a lot of them would look at me with this stare face and be like, well, we have to do this for this. I said, we don't have to destroy an economy. Yeah. We don't have to destroy psychology and people. We don't have to destroy their families. I mean, to close down a whole system, the cure, I mean, the 
What they're doing here is worse than the actual virus. They're destroying families, making people sit in the house for months. You know, you know how many old people they ruined by shoving in a eighty year olds and not letting them go seven year olds not letting them go outside for months and months and months. Yeah. Not letting them do activities. It's unbelievable. You know, it's unbelievable. We got about thirty seconds left before we got to let you go. But uh, what's next for Trump as he leaves office and as he says our brightest days are yet to come in the country? And he started this movement. What do you think President Trump's going to be doing next? I think President Trump will probably give one big interview. Hopefully, he'll get all other platforms where he won't be deplatformed, and hopefully, he will fight the good fight and go after some of these congressmen who voted to impeach him. And help that you know that because that's just a wrong, totally wrong what they did. The ten congressmen, especially Liz Cheney, was a leader of the Congress, congressional you know uh, Congress to yeah. vote to impeach someone when he stood up on the Capitol. We can have him said march over there peacefully to impeach him for a second time for that. Yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke all around. Adam Wise, media political strategist, CEO of AMWPR New York City. Find him on Twitter at Adam Matthew. We appreciate the time, my friend. It's always good to talk to you. Let's do this again here soon. Thanks, Andy. Hey, always a pleasure right there. This is for us today. Back at it tomorrow. we got a lot more to get to, a lot more guests coming on the program all this week. It's tomorrow, the big day. Are you ready? What's going to happen? We'll talk about that during the program tomorrow after most of it's pretty much all wrapped up and done. Plus, we have some more clips from President Trump. We'll see what Joe Biden says tomorrow and whether the 25,000 National Guard members was totally worth building a wall all around the entire Capitol. What a weird world we live in. That does it for us today. That uh, podcast going up a little bit. Until then, be your own voice of reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everybody have a wonderful Tuesday evening. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with the Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.